0: podcast on this Monday, March the 14th and whenever you are listening to this, wherever you are, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's uh, purpose, God's holiness, uh, God's life within you today. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful weekend and uh, and that it was restful. It was uh, whatever you needed it to be for you. And uh, today, again, we're kicking off now. What we've entered is the second full week of Lent. So what does that mean? We have been at Lent now for approximately, I'm going to say 12 days, 12 days. And uh, we continue moving through this opportunity that invites us to contemplate God's action within our life, within our world, and open ourselves to say, Lord, how do you want me to be a part of that action? Boy, today's gospel really, I, I think, helps point us in the right direction. does so not with specifics, but with generalities, but it's really good in that aspect. It's something good for us to mull, okay? So we're going to read out of Luke's gospel today. It's Luke chapter 6, a short one, verses 36 to 38. So this will be in the the midst of Luke's Sermon on the Plain. You remember we talked about Matthew's Sermon on the Mount last week, right? And Matthew's Sermon on the Mount takes up three chapters, verses 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew. Luke's Sermon on the Plain takes up only chapter 6 of Luke. So we're hearing kind of the culmination. We're getting toward the end of it here. And, uh, and, and so Jesus is going to make a couple of proclamations that are, are important. Again, this is one of his most important teachings in all of Scripture. So I'll be reading it out of the New American Bible. And uh, if you'd like to follow along, let's do it. Let's open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you. A good measure packed together, shaken down and overflowing will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Didn't I tell you that this is, I mean, there's a lot packed into this. And and this is something, again, that we can really ponder for the rest of this Lenten journey that we're on. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged, stop condemning, and you will not be condemned, forgive, and you will be forgiven, give, and gifts will be given to you. I mean, we see the pattern, we see the pattern. Uh, let's start here, okay, so I mentioned this was the Sermon on the Plain. Immediately before, had we read this, it's where Jesus gives that incredibly difficult Um teaching, uh, commandment, can I say that? Love our enemies. Don't just love those who love us, but love our enemies and pray for our persecutors. And then he goes into today's, be merciful just as your father is merciful. That's, I mean, my friends, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. If we are going to bear the name Christian, if we are going to be a follower of Jesus Christ, we can't pick and choose which of his teachings we like and don't like, which we're going to follow and don't follow. Jesus commands, invites, instructs, use whatever one you want to use. But he is saying, This is who God is. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Now, I I use that a lot, don't I? You've heard, again, those of you who have listened to the podcast for a while say, I love Luke 6.36 because, to me, I can can wrap my arms around it, whereas I have a hard time wrapping it around Matthew 6, which is where Jesus says, uh, be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. And this is Luke's rendition of saying, um, be, be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. Do you know where they, they both come from? Leviticus, uh, which uses a different translation. Be holy because I, the Lord, am holy. In fact, First Peter, in First Peter 1, he's going he's to say the same thing. Be holy just as the Lord your God is holy. So what is it that we're called to be, brothers and sisters? Are we called to be holy? Are we called to be perfect? Are we called to be merciful? (laughs) Yes. Yes, we are. Whichever one resonates with you and invites you into that place of following Jesus Christ more fully. I don't care for that idea of perfection because to me, it is something um, that for me in my life will... I'll fall short of it. I know that. And and that will invite me into a place of shame or invite me into a place of striving or harder or harder, and I never reach there. But merciful, I can wrap my hand, hands around. I can wrap my arms around that. And today, I can simply try to be merciful. If it's perfection, I'm, I'm not even going to make it by the time I, I exit out the door in the morning. But mercy, mercy I can, because... I can continue to strive for that, even after I've blown it once. I can say, okay, I'm going to be merciful again. But I love that idea of holiness too, and I, and I want us to grasp onto that. And here's why. Um, I was reading a book this last weekend. I'm going to quote it to you here. It was comparing holiness versus purity, and and so in a sense, I think it's talking mercy versus perfection. But 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 different. Doesn't use those words. And uh, and this is what. Uh, this book stated in terms of comparing these these things and it said this i'm just going to read one sentence because holiness is about union with and purity is about separation from now again remember that the dictum the edict be holy as your heavenly father is holy because holiness is about union with and purity is about separation from from. Brothers and sisters, we know Jesus was holy. Why? Because there was nobody, nobody, nobody that he was excluding from his invitation into the kingdom. Now you could say, boy, he struggled with the Pharisees. He sure did, but that didn't exclude him from inviting. How many times does he have dinner with the Pharisees? And does he sup with them? Or does he, does he uh, dialogue with them? He does it all the time, um, but brothers and sisters, holiness for Jesus didn't look like exclusion from the tax collectors. It didn't look like separation from uh, the the illicit, you know, woman or whatever it was. He, he didn't holiness didn't look like uh, staying away from the leper. It meant going toward them and loving them as they were. Brothers and sisters, holiness for us is not separation from the world. It is not separation from those who we think aren't worthy of of our love and our mercy. Holiness is precisely moving toward them. Why? Because that's what our God deems as holiness. And that's why when Jesus says, love our enemies, we we can say, okay, how do we do that? And now that's a larger question, and I can't answer that for you, and I don't think you can for me too. But what does love look like? We know our God emanates. Love emanates from God. And therefore, if we are going to be in the flow of God, if we are going to be in the mind and the heart of God, we need to be in the mind and heart of love and union with. And brothers and sisters, let me say this before I get to the rest of the gospel here. That union with, that holiness is, in in the midst of this imperfection, if I can use that? Let that be true in your lives and my life as well. Because brothers and sisters, I, I I suspect I can say this about you. I know it to be true about me. That there's a whole lot of imperfection and a whole lot of sharp edges in my own life. And a whole lot of of I I wish this weren't true of who I was and how I thought and who I how I acted and, and, and what I saw or whatever it is. But holiness is not separation from this and trying to say, this part of me I'm not going to accept. This part of me I'm going to ignore. This part of me I'm going to hide. But this part of me is the righteous part, the mask that I'll put on. What Jesus says is no. Holiness is integrating all those things. It's saying this is who I am. And God can in- flow and, and interweave within all of these things today, right now. Be holy, brothers and sisters, as our God is holy. Don't try to separate from yourself and divide yourself. Don't try to separate from those with whom you are around, unless, of course, for some reason they are, are um, harming you. I mean, even then, separate yourself, because you don't allow yourself to be harmed in that way. But how do we love them from a distance? And I don't know the answer to that. But I know the flow of God is love. And I think that flow is what our God invites us to the rest of this gospel. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you. I, I would say it this way. I, I, I regret the way, and, and I didn't have any anything to do with it. I regret the way that Luke wrote it. Because it it seems that God is reactive here. Stop judging people, and then God will stop judging you. Stop condemning, okay, and then God's going to stop condemning you. Forgive, okay, and then God's going to forgive you. Give, okay, and then gifts will be given. Like, we have to start this process, and then God will, will pick it up. I mean, brothers and sisters, do we really image God in that way? Because if we do, if we image God as reactive to us, oh, my friends, I urge us to, to rethink that because I simply think that's that's not who and how God is. I think it's the exact opposite. Um, I mean, and, and before I dive into to that, what one of us as parents say, okay, I'm going to love you only after I watch you love. I'm going to forgive you only after I see you forgive. I'm going to give gifts to you only after I see you give. I'm going to stop judging you only after. I mean, we don't do that with our kids, right? And God is so much better and bigger and larger in the best sense of that word, not just in terms of greater mass. And so I, I think if, I think what Luke is inviting us into and, and he's saying it, I think, in a way that, that clouds it. But, but I think he's simply inviting us into the flow of God. And what does that flow of God look like? It looks like our God doesn't judge us. Remember that holiness idea? God's not desiring to stay away from us. He's not condemning us. In the same words he used to the, to the woman caught in adultery, right? And he said to everybody who wanted to stone her, uh, you know, let the one without sin cast the first stone. And they all go away eventually. And then he looks at the woman and says, woman, where are those, where are your condemners? And she says, they're gone, sir. And he says, neither do I condemn you. Right? Let that free us. Then he says, then only after he says, neither do I condemn you, go and sin no more. Brothers and sisters, what we need to do first and foremost today is sit in silence and allow God to remind us that he doesn't condemn us. And I just allow God to remind us that God doesn't judge us. Allow God to remind us that God forgives us right here where we are today. Allow God to remind us that God has given us every good gift. Sit, my friends, today, and trust me, I say this to me too, until we know we are in that flow of love. And only then, when we are in the flow of mercy, when we are in the flow of holiness, only then can we give that same thing. Because, of course, those gifts are not to stop with us. We are channels of those gifts. So we can be in that flow and forgive others we can be in that flow and stop judging others we can be in that flow and give good gifts to others brothers and sisters may this lent may today tomorrow every day may we simply open ourselves to say lord allow me in so i can freely give god is always the one who starts god doesn't react to us He invites us into holiness, which is union with, union with all of those aspects of ourselves. God loves us today within them, so can we love ourselves within them? And because God can love us within them, can we love others within their imperfections too? Be holy as your God is holy. Be united with, be in the flow of, in that mercy, and allow us to be those channels As Francis said, Lord, make me a channel of your peace today. Let's pray. We start the joyful mysteries this week, my friends. So let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for being present today. Have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week. And may God's peace be with you.